Welcome to the Gazette's Fact Checker. I'm Elijah Dishas, the Gazette's Features Reporter. I'm Erin Jordan, the Gazette's Investigative Reporter. And I'm Marissa Payne, the Gazette's Cedar Rapids Government Reporter. In this week, I am bringing to you folks a claim that stuck out to me while I was watching TV a couple weeks ago. I um, noticed that in an um, attack ad from Senator Chuck Grassley um, on Mike Franken that um, there was one one claim you don't see every day. There's you know always the abortion claims, um, claims about the economy, a lot of hot button issues that we get every election cycle. Um, but in this ad, um, it seemed like Chuck Grassley was wanting to say that Mike Franken was um, advocating for penalizing voters who uh, voted, uh, penalizing folks who did not vote rather. Um, so we will get right into that here. Um, I'm going to read you a quote from the ad. Um, the ad starts out that Mike Franken loves big government, and then they go into a few claims. And then the claim we're going to look at is, quote, um, that Mike Franken wants government to, quote, pay for political campaigns, then fine you if you don't vote. Um, in the fine print, the only thing that they cited for this claim was a um, appearance at the Iowa Veterans Post at, in Waverly on May 9th. And so that would have been before um, the primary happened in June. And so um, I reached out to Grassley's team um, who provided me with recordings of um, Mike Franken speaking at um, this event May 9th in Waverly, Iowa, um, as well as two other clips from Sheraton and West Des Moines. So we'll go through those piece by piece. The um, earliest clip was in West Des Moines on February 2nd. And um, in that clip, Franken is heard saying, quote, I'm happy to do federally funded or state funded races. I'm absolutely okay with that, end quote. Um, and so it would seem to imply that he's talking about the funding of campaigns themselves, um, since the mechanical functions of our elections, the parts that involve voters casting ballots, um, that that's funded by the states. Um, I asked for extended recordings, um, giving us a, a minute before and after the clips that um, Grassley's team initially sent us, just to make sure I was hearing everything in the right context, um, that nothing was being left out. Um, and in the extended recording involving this West Des Moines um, meeting, Franken uh, was talking about changing the way that candidates are elected to office in order to take all the money out of elections. Um, and that's kind of been a big issue, uh, a big concern for Democratic voters since 2010, when the Supreme Court ruled in Citizens United that um, free speech, this free speech clause of the First Amendment permit, prohibits the government from limiting how much corporations can contribute to campaigns. And that's when we really started to see what we know as super PACs now um, become a big player in election and um, campaign funding. Um, so for this portion of the claim, Chuck Grassley's ad is pretty accurate. I give this part an A if we're going to parcel it out here. The second recording was on May 9th, and that was the one cited um, in Waverly uh, in the advertisement. Um, and at that meeting, Franken is talking about political contributions again and um, how to encourage people to vote. Um, and he says, quote, if I was king for a day to change the entire process, um, and then I'm going to start paraphrasing here, um, he, he talks about um, changing um, term limits, enacting term limits for senators, 
um, people in the House of Representatives, um, changing the length of those terms um, for House terms. He wanted to make it a four-year stint instead of two years, um, for example, um, changing the presidential term to um, five years and then um, only one term, nothing after that. Um, putting elections on a Sunday or um, on a day that everyone has off, perhaps making it a holiday. Um, and then at the end, he said, if you don't vote, charge you 15 bucks on your tax bill, something like that. Something like that takes just a little bit. There's another recording on May 25th. So again, all these are happening um, in conversations mostly with Democratic voters um, leading up to the primary in June. Um, and he says, so he says, quote, so if we can't fix the funding, then in that constitutional amendment, make senators good for 12 years, House members good for 12 years, and let's elect a president for five years with no reelection. And let's put our election day on a Sunday, make it a national holiday, make a game out of it. And if you don't vote, we'll take 25 bucks out of your income tax feedback. So, um, end quote, by the way, <laughs> um, the dollar amount changes from um, 15 bucks in the recording on the 9th to $25 um, on the recording on May 25th, but um, they are both framed as a penalty rather than an incentive for voters. So um, seeing nothing publicly available on Mike Franken's website or in, in hearing nothing about this really in his campaign stops, or any of the articles about him, you really don't hear him talk about it much anymore. Um, I reached out to um, his campaign um, and his um, communications director, CJ Peterson, um, said that, yes, that's that's him speaking in the clips. Um, he, he wasn't personally at those events, but it, he conceded that it does sound like my Franken talking and, um, you know, news articles do confirm that he was at those events. Um, he, uh, Mr. Peterson told me that over the last several months, um, Mike Franken has heard from Iowans who um, wanted to see incentives for voting rather than penalties. Um, and so after talking with those folks, he has kind of evolved on this position. Um, and I, you know, that's, that's where we're at. Um, the, these recordings were done in May. Um, so it is plausible that he has changed his position. Um, as far as the claim of wanting to find people who don't vote, um, the recordings are pretty clear. Um, the question is whether we grade strictly on what the recording was in context in May or what the recording is with the context we have now in October. What do you guys think about that? I'll put that over to you. I think that we hold him accountable for what he said. Um, and, you know, I mean, like someone can change their opinion now and we can note that in the check. We can say he's evolved past this to a new um, insight about it. But I think what Grassley said was accurate then. And I mean, and, and Franken is owned it in the sense that he said, yes, this was me talking. Um, I think that's to me the only fair way to do it rather than letting someone kind of change their thought now. And then that, you know, gives the one person who said it kind of a bad grade, I guess, when they were right about the person saying it. Yeah, I would agree with Aaron. I had a couple quick questions. So 
when you got the extended recording, what do we know whether there was a question that led to that first statement where he said, like, oh, I would definitely be all right with the government paying for um, this. Like, it sounds to me like that response is something that would come from someone saying, would you be okay with X? You know, I don't know if we know what that question was. Yeah. So unfortunately, um, there isn't a, a full put together question that led up to that. The extended recording starts with um, uh, some lady at the event um, talking and building off of what somebody else said. So I, I still wasn't able to get the entire context of it, other than that the folks talking leading up to Franken's response were just frustrated with the role of money in elections. So, Okay. Okay. I think that's, and you do note that, but maybe just spell out there that um, the recordings that um, Grassley's team provided, you know, did give a little bit of the lead in, but we don't know exactly if there was a specific question, you know, mm-hmm. like asking him about that. Um, and then I wonder if we should note how these were recorded. Like, do we know? Did and you know? I know it's not unusual for campaigns to send someone to the opposition's events specifically to record it. I think that even has like a title. I can't remember what that mm-hmm. title is called when you go do that. Um, to your rivals. Um, I, I just don't know if we should maybe note how these were recorded, if we know. Yeah, I don't know if it was somebody paid by Grassley's um, campaign. I, I assume they were evol- involved in some way, but I will clarify that with them. I'll send them a quick note today. But- and, and not that that changes the grade. I still think, you know, he yeah. said it, he's acknowledged saying it, you know, but it goes to the motivation. Yeah. But it just kind of lets our readers know a little bit how politics plays out you know for sure yeah any thoughts from you marissa anything you're dying to know i mean i don't know like this sounds like it was kind of like off the cuff remarks from franken versus like when i get in the senate i'm gonna propose that we find people who don't vote um but at the same time like you know politicians have to be held accountable for what they say and like their words do carry weight yeah and i think the the fact that there, um, there, there's no documentation on his campaign website or, or really anywhere that this position has officially evolved and it is officially now at a at a um, incentive rather than a penalty. I also think that that kind of works against them, honestly. And it's not like he's made this part of his platform and he's not talking about this at other events. Right. And, you know, I mean, I think that definitely speaks to the off the off the cuff nature. Of it. it seems like he's kind of like spitballing like ideas that could potentially get more people out to vote, which I think everyone can agree that that's a good goal that we're all going for. Just that, you know, our elected officials are elected by a larger share of our population. Um, but, you know, I mean, yeah, I think that's good to know. Good context, but doesn't change the fact of it. I mean, so you're thinking an A for the first claim yeah. and then an A for the second claim? It was teetering between an A and or a B, depending on whether we wanted to, what light we wanted to roll it in. But I, I'm leaning more towards an A now that I'm, I'm hearing your feedback. I mean, that's kind of what I, where I think I'd come down. Um, I don't know that it, you know, like Grassley should get a ding for Franken changing his mind. Yeah. You know, because I don't know that he's been real public until now that he changed his mind on that because it's such a minor position that he held, you know? Yeah. And even his, his campaign staff team seemed to be taken a little bit aback by the statement. They had to do quite a bit of digging to get back to me. So, yeah, I guess I would be in favor of an A 
probably for both of them. But if Marissa's feels differently, we can talk about that. No, I'd agree. He said these things, so Grassley's not wrong. Great. Yeah, I mean, I think that's solid. I think just, you know, maybe providing as much context because this is an unusual check in the sense that we didn't have um, a documented um, paper trail that we could follow ourselves, that we had to ask the campaign, ask Grassley's campaign for the recording, and then we had to verify that with Franken. So we did determine this met our criteria of being verifiable, but it was verified in a little bit different way than usual. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if that we've, I mean, you've been on the fact checker team longer than I have. Have we ever done something like this? I don't recall that. I mean, I think we've done things where um, a campaign was maybe the one to track specific votes. And then we had to go back and kind of recreate the voting history that they had tracked because we didn't want to just take their word for it. Um, But this is a little bit different with the audio recording. For sure. All right. Well, it looks like this is going to be our last fact check before the election. And I am sure... That is probably a relief to a lot of listeners out there who are ready for the ads to be over. Um, But as always, if you folks have any ideas for our fact checker, anything you think we should be looking into, please send us uh, an email. You can reach us at factchecker at thegazette.com. This fact checker is produced by Stephen Colbert. It's edited by Craig Jamolis. And our music is Lobby Time by Kevin McLeod. I'm Elijah Decius. I'm Aaron Jordan. I'm Marissa Payne. And until next time, we'll fact check you later. 